And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. She's a TV writer who really enjoyed her trip to Hawaii, thought it was terrific. She just has a few notes. It's Robin Shore. And she's a comedian who has recently learned Victoria's Secret. And folks, all I can tell you is it has something to do with her underwear. It's Lizzie Cooperman. Tone Zone is here to give his top one tips on how to not get indicted for stealing classified documents. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little French toast casseroles. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon by Angela Harris, and I chose it because for Father's Day I made French toast, and I was like, yes, "You did? How can you mess up French toast?" Mm. And then I did, I and I posted a photo on Instagram. <laughs> so if you want to see, people keep writing in, being like, "It looks like." chicken (laughs) yeah i the bread was not stale and i let it soak for too long and then just the bread the integrity i the integrity of the bread was called into question it just like turned into a big lump and then i'm like i'll just make like a big pile of french toast flavored mush and daniel even ate it because he wanted to make me he sacrificed for me anyway i am on patreon all sorts of fun stuff I just went to my high, my high school reunion for the first time, and every single person, especially Daniel, when I told them I was thinking of going, they said, that sounds terrible. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I'm going to give the full rundown uh, on a Patreon friend zone, which is my Patreon bonus podcast. So all sorts of fun stuff you can get there. Also, there's a level where you can text me, and I will text you back. Uh, and if you... Do an annual subscription, you get two months free. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I would like to say to everyone, if you haven't already, please go listen to my Monday episode with Stephen Weber, that mm-hmm. Stephen Weber. It was delightful. Okay. I would like to say hello and welcome to all of my guests. And I also want to acknowledge that that ear thing is happening where I can hear my voice loudly in my head. My eustachian tube isn't closing and it's driving me nuts. Do I sound extra nasal or do I sound weird? No. Okay, good. Robin Shore, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. What a warm welcome I've gotten today, just from everyone. It feels great in here. I know. We've been hanging out a little bit ahead of time. A little bit. We got some of our Vanderpump talk out. Yes, we don't want people to feel like on the show. Don't want to make anyone mad. (laughs) But that's only because Lizzie Cooperman, hello. Yay. It's nothing short of an honor to be here. It's so good to see you. (laughs) Now, if you had said yes, you listen to Vanderpump, then we would be talking about (laughs) it on the episode. So... I want everyone to know they should reach out to you and thank you. Yes. Everyone who doesn't want to hear Vanderpump. I will, they do I will want also thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can I just ask yeah. one question? Sure. About what does the Sandoval apartment look like? 
Okay, so Lizzie's asking about <laughs> Sandoval's apartment in West Hollywood, and okay. this is... It's I don't like, know who Sandoval like, is. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's... Good, you don't he need to know. He was referred okay. to as a... I love that we're going right into the... <laughs> he was called a worm with a mustache Yeah, another guy. the lead he's, guy. He's, he's the, the number one guy in the group. No, he's not. No. The cheating scandal that I mentioned before revolves around him. Okay. So yeah. everyone yeah. has... He's just... Everyone, he's like number everyone one narcissistic okay. asshole in the world. <laughs> but before he and Ariana uh, bought their house I'll say it as fast as possible they lived in this apartment that he had lived in as a bachelor and it is just the most disgusting place you've ever seen oh. as Daniel said if you turn on the air conditioning the microwave would go out and vice versa it was carpeted with the stories of a thousand yeah. You don't. I don't even want to know what happened on that carpet in those rooms. Like the walls were falling off. Okay. So it was just like it's not even like oh, this was the terrible place I lived in after college. It's and does like, he? He doesn't live there anymore. No, no. because nope. I'm wondering if I might live in that apartment <laughs> after hearing. The I think there's a family that lives there right now. Wait, can you? So when I lived in New York, I don't mention it often. Um, when I would run my hair dryer, lights yes. would turn off and stuff. Yes. Do you have an apartment like that, Lizzie? No, but I do have carpet. Oh, and I have to say, this was like a a, a post pandemic. I came back to LA. My friend was moving out. I live in a peaceful duplex and I actually have grown to enjoy the carpet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. I like carpet. The problem with carpet is that it's hard to keep it as like pristine as it looks when it's first put in. That is the problem. Also, I mean, cozy. I feel like hardwood is nice in theory. But it's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like to walk around in my bare feet. And, you know, it's just it's coming nice back. to have carpet. It's coming Is back. Is it really? Oh. Yes. I saw, I read today in like a real estate thing that it's coming back. How do we feel People about- People are installing carpets. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. How do we feel about carpet in the bathroom? No. no That's no. a bad idea. I also do not understand those latch hook toilet seat covers. Latch? That would be huh? almost like a rug for the- Top of the oh, toilet. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, the, I haven't oh, seen like those since rag, like the 80s. Rags. Yes. For the top little, of like, the toilet. Oh, my God. The, for the top. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those That's, are cool, actually. No, because right. stuff can get stuck in there. <laughs> but also, the problem is, I <laughs> no. think, when you lift the toilet seat up, it won't the stay lid up. up, then it's sort of like at yeah. an angle for, still. For men, for yeah. men, it's a it's a drag because then right. you got to like hold it with one hand uh, up, you know. But Shout out to the person who thought of doing that. Yes. Just like, I have an idea. What if we put a rug on the toilet seat cover? Same with the padded uh, toilet seat covers you don't see anymore. You couldn't lift those those up. And those would always have a rip in them. I feel like uh, they were the worst to sit on. And it would stick to your thighs. I mean, yeah. let's, let's hot button question. How yeah. do you feel about a black toilet? Oh my God. Yeah. That has come up on this show. <laughs> it, yeah. Was it me? No, actually. No, it Wendy was Wendy Molyneux. Let me say hi. Let's say hi to okay, everyone okay. and then let's okay. get into it. Because, yes. okay. No, it's fine because this is, has been a hot topic yeah. on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, hello. Hi there. Welcome hi. to the hi. show. Hi. I have a list of topics to yes. get to, uh-huh. and you're the focus of two of oh, them. Oh, boy. That's never good. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get to all of them. Okay, good. But, Tony, hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. I would like to apologize on air for the disaster of last week, <laughs> where on the Stephen Weber episode, accidentally, we have a shared calendar, mm-hmm. and then I also have a shared calendar with Daniel, and I put it on the Daniel calendar and didn't realize until... Tony texted me ahead of time to find out if we were recording that week. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, like in an hour. Fuck. So, <laughs> but, but Pete was able shout to. Shout out to Pete, who yeah, we love. He came in, in and uh, nailed it. So, yeah. Um, yes. Awesome. 
And then Steven Weber sang a few Pete Bonavita drops. So now we have some of those. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. And I did make them. And guess what? Didn't put them on my... They're only on my hard drive. (laughs) Can I just say... Well, if we... Visit your house and your hard drive is handy. Please play them in real time. All right. Everyone come over after the recording. (laughs) Steve Weber. The listeners too, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, you call Steve. Steve. Steven Weber. The nicest guy. Oh, my God. We love him. We love him. We love him. Should I tell them what I texted yes, you about? I, him? I wanted to mention it. But you then can I'm mention like, it. So you, yeah, yeah, go no, ahead. No, no, it's your oh. please. Tony, play the Ed's Allison show drop. <laughs> oh, we'll wait. Yeah, Tony, find it. I know when you when you put me on the spot. That's what <laughs> I, I already suck at finding them. There's way too many fucking do, drops. Do, 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 oh, is that the drop? Do, no, do, no. Do, do, oh. do. Do 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 Apparently, someone was going to set Robin up with Stephen Weber years ago. Like five Ooh. years ago. Lizzie, do you know who this is? I don't. He was... Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch Wings? I did not. Okay. He, um, I feel like you'd recognize him if you saw him because he's been in like a thousand things. He was okay. in... Well, uh, this is Allison's show. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Timing. He was in Hamburger Hill. Chicago Med. He, he was... Uh, he, Hamburger he, Hill. Yeah. Wow, that he feels starred, like a deep cut. He starred as Jack Torrance in the remake of The, the Shining. TV version. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. I did not know any of this. There was a TV version of The Shining? Yes, Directed because, by Stephen King. Right? Because Stephen King hated oh, Kubrick's yeah. version because... Because it departed from the book too much, so they made one that was more accurate or more uh, true to the book. Oh, my God. Anyway, he's very funny and personable and, like, snarky in a fun way. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so tell us the the details. I can't remember. Now that I told you to bring it up and I said it was okay, I I don't remember any details other than... I feel like you guys would have hit it off. Oh, that's nice. Um, Yes, somebody (laughs) wanted to set me up with him. It might have been a mom from a school. I think he is 63, though. That's okay. 63, how old am I? That's fine. I've dated guys that age. He looks great for 63. Because when I was younger, the the last guy I dated before Sam was 57. So okay. that, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So, so what was the first date like? With the 57 year old? With Steven. Oh, no, she didn't go oh, out. Oh, I him. didn't she go. Just was, oh. I was, somebody wanted to set me up with him. Yeah. And I can't remember. It, I think it was something with something through a school. And I had gone to a school fundraiser that he was at. And then I don't know what happened. Okay. But so, I saw him hmm. and I was like, oh my God. There's that guy I was almost set up with. I wonder if he knows about it. But if I'd known he'd been in Hamburger Hill, I would have pressed harder to (laughs) go out with him. He's great in Hamburger Hill. Hamburger, because a friend of mine saw that he was on the show and was like, he delivered like the greatest monologue ever in Hamburger Hill. And so then I said to Daniel, what was Hamburger Hill? Because in my mind, Hamburger Hill is like an animated series about burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, I remember seeing, this is crazy, but I remember seeing the trailer for Hamburger Hill in the movie theater because a lot of those Vietnam movies were coming out. Yeah, there was a period where, yeah. Yeah, it was just the Michael J. Fox one. And and then I was like, oh, they ruined Hamburger. You know what I mean? Like they ruined the hamburger for the sake of this title. And then when you find out what 
why it's called Hamburger Hill. Yeah. It's Would you like such to know, Lizzie? It's sort of sad. It's so, it's very sad. It's so disappointing that there's no ha- like no, Hamburger Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's is a it a mystery show? show? No, yeah, it, I know. It's a Vietnam genre. It's a Vietnam War. Talk movie. about a name that doesn't it sound doesn't like what it is. No, there's like thing. a hill. It's a hill that was just making hamburger meat of the kids People. that were trying to take the hill. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's crazy. Lizzie looks so upset. I'm yeah, so it sorry. Ruins the hamburger. Yeah. And so they they called it like called it. jokingly or not jokingly, but it it got it got the it yeah. began to be referred to as Hamburger Hill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The the place where they would. Turn kids into hamburgers. Well, well no, no, no. they would just get killed. They get, oh. they get, yeah, just blown up and in oh, oh. and, and shot. They wouldn't. <laughs> and this was <laughs> that fun. was not happening in Vietnam. Where, where they weren't. Did this, <laughs> kids where did this air? It was a movie. Um, it, was a movie. it was a full length feature. Wow. Okay. It was yeah. So it. that monologue is in Hamburger Hill. I guess so. Oh, yeah. That's great. I'm, yeah. exa- I'm team Steven Weber. You know. Me too. Maybe, Maybe we should reach out. Maybe you could still go on a date with him. No, I'm not available. And happily unavailable, like for the yeah. first time in my life. That's so, great to you know, hear. let's, I'm not, we can't do anything to mess this up. Wait, for yeah. the first time in your life? Aww. I mean, like, yeah, basically. That's so great. I'm not oh, available. Oh, shit. Really? That's so nice. <laughs> I'm tech out of veil. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I haven't been, a, I, you know what I mean. Mm, I still I feel just, like we should get him on a third. We should try to get him on a third. I mean, show. that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh-oh. I would not be able to pick him out of a crowd. What you would, like you would, would if you would. saw him? If Tony, I can saw you pull him up a photo and show up to with Lizzie? a bunch of hamburgers? I would not be able to differentiate <laughs> which one is the hamburger and which one is Stephen. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What if it was like an Impossible Burger, a Turkey Burger, a Beyond Burger, a Boca Burger, <laughs> Stephen oh Weber, God. and then a hamburger? Yeah. Then could you tell you the difference between all of them? Separate Wait. the art from the artist. He's much. he's not a hamburger. Okay, he's he has a kind of he has uh, the lot runs. The kind runs. Bit, <laughs> he yeah, has the runs. I don't know if he had the run. You know, he, he used Sorry, the bathroom he a couple I, times. I, I mean, he's he? straddling the line between uh, rugged and distinguished. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, and did you show her the modern photo of him? Actor, I just too. literally pull up Google Images, so it's like bunch. There's. Oh, he's got a beard now. He's got that. He looks like John Stewart now. Yeah, he does have a John Stewart vibe. Cuter than John Stewart, I think. Person. he's pretty good looking. He's cute and he's yeah, very he's charming. Cute. Yeah. Okay. So, black toilets. My <laughs> okay. friend Wendy Molyneux said, like, she has a, a an ab reaction, which I believe is a psychology term. Tony, can you look up ab reaction? It's just like an intense distaste for black toilets. Mm. If she's in a house with a black toilet, she has to leave. Really? She said it reminds her, I think, like, of houses from her childhood or something right i think there's a yeah there's an association yeah where did she grow up i know she went to college okay yeah indiana and then manhattan beach okay so when i first moved to la i was a housekeeper for an eco-friendly housekeeping Mm -hmm. business and i did have to sign an nda but i was a housekeeper (laughs) for a very popular uh sitcom star from the (laughs) 80s Ooh. Who had a black toilet. <gasps> hmm. And I remember cleaning it thinking, I don't even know if it's clean. Right. Yeah, well, that's right. the issue with right. that. You're right. spraying and then you kind of see a streak and then it just vanishes. Yeah. Yeah. What and secrets these toilets could tell. That's what you want to know. I want to know who the star was. I'm just oh, you're like, too. what are the toilet secrets? And I'm like, who was it? I know. Can we try to guess? 
It, I'll, how I'll long was the this. NDA signed? I can never say. I, it, this was like in 2007. I can never say the name. Ever, ever. Like in perpetuity. No. Gary no. Coleman. But I'll, I'll give you one hint. It was Steven Weber. Tim well, Daly. <laughs> this character, the character he played had a catchphrase. Okay. A very, oh. very popular. Was it kiss my grits? That was a woman. I mean, and that was Alice. Was it a man? For it, sure, she, she said man. I mean, I feel like man you might have guessed ca- it. Well, Family Matters. What well, was it? Kiss my grits. No, Jaleel but what are you talking about, Willis? But that's people consider that. that more nineties. But your face is so interesting right now. <laughs> yeah, you got a real poker face. So I mean, well, if when it is I hear that catchphrase, I hear, "Did I do that?" Oh, see, to me, I think what you're talking about, Willis. If it was, if it was that, if it was him though, he's not going to be suing anybody. What? He's not. You're not going to be suing anybody. Oh, right. Right. I think oh. it was Gary Coleman. Did he pass away? Yeah. Yes. He passed away. Oh, tragically. my God. Yes. Yeah, he, I he hit his head on a black May toilet. May I ask, was it due to the fumes from 409 spray? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, Wait, he, did he do 409 commercials? <laughs> no, she used 409 in his house. Oh. Wait, what did he die of? Was it? He eyes? hit like, his head he, or something. For he real? Had, I thought it was like a, And he was problem. in a strange relationship with like a fan. Oh, he had like married yes. a fan or something. And was it domestic was abuse that happened to him? That, oh, my God. Accused, I did yes. not know oh, any of this. Gary Coleman. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he, he actually died falling off a stack of phone books. For real? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> you haven't no, 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 no. <laughs> I used to always sit on the phone books to like use the phone and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, was that on the show? On different strokes. Oh, I didn't remember that. Which <laughs> I'm like, he fell off a stack of phone books. Robin is he... gun shy from offending the entire writer's room. For dwarf on golf, oh. so oh, height I jokes know. make her uncomfortable. Still. No, I know. Oh, Thank oh. you for remembering that. I was well, just telling somebody in the picket line about that. But that was like his shtick was to right. Would stack That's up right. And he would like yeah. put them right. Yes, him and him and and Webster. We've got a Weber on the oh, show. Oh yeah. yeah, Webster. You know what, Lewis. Now in today's day, without phone books, no one talks about the hidden cost. Right, <laughs> that's true. Wait, what was Webster's catchphrase? He didn't have. He one. didn't have one. Uh, are you him. sure? I feel like he did. Everyone he had one, like, like George. Papadopoulos. How's the weather up there? Papa Papalis. Can I ask? Yes. Is am I imagining that in the opening credits for that a uh, uh, bunch uh, of balloons carry him into Webster? The sky? No, that no. <laughs> that's you're thinking of. <laughs> Eric, the actor no. from the Howard Stern no. show. You are imagining that. <laughs> Isn't there a thing with Webster holding balloons and he gets carried away? No. I that think can't be. That can't be. It's possible that he might be holding balloons in the, in the opening cast, but they don't fly. They don't give him flight. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get letters about this beginning <laughs> oh, of the show. Fly away. <laughs> It happens to Gonzo in the Muppet movie. Yeah. Is that what yeah. you're is that what you're oh, that's what you're getting. It confuses Gonzo. Maybe. Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Quite possibly. I want to say just okay. quickly about Gary Coleman. I read Molly Shannon's memoir. I listened to it. It mm-hmm. was available at my uh-huh. public library, and I listened to it. And um, she tells a very devastating story towards the end of the book. It's a story that, sorry, ow, that she's, okay. you know when you hit your nails? <laughs> yes. I did ouch. that to myself. <laughs> Um, she, I did it again <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> it's actually me, and I'm like, you tell them it was the name. Uh, 
<laughs> um, but basically, and I and I think her book is so wonderful, and it's really worth reading or listening to. But she had an agent in the very early '90s when she graduated from college that also represented Gary Coleman. Long story uh-huh. short, they all go to dinner together in New York. I don't even know if she had gotten SNL yet, or maybe she got SNL. And basically, she was attacked by him. He what? would make running jumps that he was like, "I want to show you the presidential suite," and she was a nice person and was like, "Sure." Oh and then the agent leaves. Oh and then I guess he would stand on the bed and make running jumps at her to try and tackle her down to the floor. Oh, my God. And I guess she's told that she told the story like 20 years ago on Conan. But the way she tell what's interesting about the way she writes this story in the book is she's not um, the Yiddish word is Rachmanis. She's not having in hindsight. She's not like. She's not like, oh, he was dealing with all this stuff and he was a little person. She was like, no, this person a predator. was a predator to me. And he right. was, and may he yes. rest in peace, but he was not cool. And I right. like that she held the line and was mm-hmm. like, this is the experience, but you have to imagine if she told it on Conan and we all giggled a little right. bit in here, but she just said like she ran to the bathroom and he came out and he would just keep like darting towards her from the bed. Wow. That's awful. It's awful. You, it's worth, but it is her memoir is so good. It's I feel like you. there were some stories right before he passed that were where, great that were like, and then he died and everyone was like, okay, let's just like, yeah, leave it in the past. But, but she kind of owns it in the story. Yeah. I'm, I'm horrified. I'm horrified. I know. That. It's that because is... of the way you cleaned his black toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you, will you tell us off air? I'll never know. Yes. Thank um, you. Okay. Can, yeah, can how, I just... how long do NDAs last? Well, well 2007 plus he's dead. So <laughs> <laughs> if it's him. If it's him. I think the thing with the NDA is like, consider who might sue you. And then I just want mm. everyone to know. Sorry. Hang on one second. I must do something with the pressure in my head. It's her eustachian tube, everybody. It's my... Oh, no, now it's worse. Oh, God. I'm sorry to... Sorry to drag everyone through this. <laughs> I love the suspense. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen? I want everyone to know, I have been intensely trying to make eye contact with Lizzie to see if she's, like, giving me a nod <laughs> or a no or anything. And she's she not. is just no. so stony-faced. Like, she is right. good. Like, I have learned that I have... You can trust your secrets. Yeah. No, I do not yeah. have a poker face. I cannot mm-hmm. uh, no, hide you what cannot I'm thinking or feeling. At all. I try, but I can't. But Lizzie is being really... Yeah, oh. really professional. There are two reasons behind that. One, I, I actually do keep secrets, and it's something I pride myself on. Oh, yeah. I, I, too. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. I get it. I, I kind of don't. I want to, but I am not very you good You don't have it. to the say who terrible it is. I'm terrible. But, and two is, I am so scared of being arrested yeah. because when I was little, <laughs> yeah. I I had like an eating problem. <laughs> I mean, I ate too much. So I'd uh-huh. eat like secretly. And I went and got a Domino's pizza by myself <laughs> and a soda. And I didn't want my family to know. So on my way home, I shoved it in a mailbox. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Wait to come back to get later, just so that no one would know because I couldn't finish the pizza. Well, oh, someone's the remainder. Know. I'm like I can't eat it. <laughs> like I was just probably eating and eating like on a curb or something. So I put it in the mailbox with the with the box, or did you just stuff? The I think po- I folded it, folded, tried to figure out calzone a way to cram style the box okay. in there or something, yeah. and a soda. Huh. And I went home and I felt so guilty. I was like. I put a pizza in a mail. Like, I just couldn't <laughs> stop crying. And my dad was Aww. like, you know that's a federal offense. No, he- oh, God. <laughs> He's so wrong. <laughs> well, I think to tamper with the mail is. Yeah. But it's not the mail. 
It's well, the there's mail inside, though. Well, you can't, and you can't there. take away somebody's mailbox. Can right? I still get in trouble for that? No, I think so. Well, no, I think Biden said he was going to start cracking down. <laughs> no, I think on he said he was going to decriminalize mailbox pizza. pizza. Yeah. Yeah, but do you think that the people who went to go get their mail the next day were stoked? <laughs> no, this <laughs> or was like a. T- oh, that's true. So, like, he, he was like, what if someone had. A, a grandmother. So someone had written a check for a grandmother who. He's know, assuming there's mail in there. Mail in there. My soda gets the check wet. Oh. The woman never gets her money. Like I affected. <laughs> who knows? It could have untold numbers of it people. It could have been empty, or maybe hungry mailmen opened it and was like free pizza. <laughs> yeah. Whole whole timelines were shifted because of this. But it was the first <laughs> time I had that like. Oh yeah. my god! So I would go to bed being like, I committed a federal offense. <laughs> so I've had that. So I, I, I take kind of legal stuff seriously. Yeah. Like, I can't believe when people say I shoplift all the time. Oh my god! Or Mm-mm. I would never. They came up on my show actually. Uh, a guest was talking about yeah. that, and I was like, Should we be talking about it on the show? And then I think Daniel was like, Who's going to come after anyone on the show? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like for. For, for shoplifting that. tiny. For so shoplifting. Anyone listening to my mailbox story? This podcast is for entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So wait, how like, old That's you? who did it. How old were you? I start acting like a doctor on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it's and a reminder. It's entertainment. Um, I think I was probably eleven or twelve, maybe. I feel so I bad for lie. young Lizzie. This, yeah, this story is stressful. Yeah. But I understand yeah. all of it. I understand mm. that I gotta have the pizza. I gotta have the drink. I gotta get. I gotta get rid of it. And yep. I, under, I especially understand at eleven or twelve years old being told that it's a federal offense is <laughs> like yeah. the most stressful thing you could hear. I also had a white glove that I threw in there. Oh, that's well. Yeah, you made it weird. No, <laughs> the no, pizza I mean, murderer. The whole thing. And I get that your dad hadn't read all these books, but like when a kid tells you the truth, you don't. Don't punish them. I bet that family's right. like, right. like looking you, you, up you know, mafia like, so- signs. Like, does this mean we're going to get whacked? Like, what is a pizza in the mailbox right. with a white glove? Yeah. What does a pepperoni stuck to my right magazine oh my mean? Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Go. What were we gonna say? I was just gonna say what you're blowing my mind with this idea of like when do children tell you the truth, encourage it. What did of Arthur get them Shore do? I, I wouldn't even try. I mean, I wouldn't even tr- try to get. I it was to so scared of him. I mean, I just yeah. If I had told, I don't know. That's a really good question. I I really have to think about that one. But I definitely thought if I had told them anything that I was up to in high school, I was the one that was gonna get in trouble. Right at the the table again. I know we need to get like on the new table. We need to get up. If I was honest about any part of my high school life, I would have been sent to another school. Or what was your high school life like? Just kind of chaotic and crazy and inappropriate. And I've talked a little bit about it, but just like not great stuff happened. And if I had gone to my dad, I actually think Arthur Shore would have been pretty cool about Mm -hmm. it. I don't because you were kind of being yeah. Uh, I was being groomed in high yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but I think I always thought like, oh, my God, my da- I, I always thought it would be my mom who would get mad at me. Uh-huh. But I actually think they would both just have gone down to the school and like actually killed somebody like with right. their hands. So right. I d- but I think no matter what, the kid feels like I'm going to get in trouble. Yes, for this mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a similar experience and that I was very chaotic in high school also. But when you're talking about 
but that you would have gotten in trouble for it. Oh, abs- I thought I would. I yeah. don't know if I would. But Someone? The I- yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, tell me. But the idea... No, the idea that you could get in trouble for telling the truth yes. is is so like not how we were raised. Someone you mean that you I, would not get in trouble for telling the truth? I would. No, I I thought I would get in trouble oh, 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 if I told right. the, the truth. The idea that you do get in trouble for telling the truth is yeah. ingrained. Yes, yes, totally. It's totally ingrained. Right. Someone in my family was calling sex hotlines. I don't know who it was. And I was Wait, how the many one, people are in your family? Uh, there were six. Okay. And I got the blame for it. I never. Oh, that is not. That is an that's injustice. So, that, that's that's. Why not did they blame you? And I was the youngest Ugh. as well. I think because I was like a prank. I, I don't know. Like I was, I I really don't know. And I I was like, Mom, I swear to God, it wasn't me. Was it this was before or after? Did your mom pizza? believe you? <laughs> this was post pizza. Did she believe you? No. Huh. That is so messed up. So like a nine hundred number. And I guess there were all these charges. I couldn't believe that. I, I couldn't believe that I was blamed for it. I also one time went on like a school trip and a teacher thought I was drunk and I wasn't. That's fucked up. I hate this shit. Yeah. I hate this. I, I was like, this is my normal personality. Yeah. And everyone was like, she's telling the truth. She's always this way. Like a different. <laughs> I was once accused uh, of not having uh, washed my hair and I had I had shampooed my hair that morning. Wait, I was like you. 11. When I was in the boys choir, we were on tour and they were like, you, you need to shampoo your hair. Your hair looks greasy. I'm like, I literally just shampooed my hair. I I remember to this day still like I, I want to go back and still have it out with the fucking yeah. choir director. Well, well hair was stuff it at that age Daniel is intense. Ackley, yeah. I regret to inform you that's a federal offense <laughs> <laughs> to not to have oily hair. Yeah. No, what, he was looking after me. Can I share just one thing Please, that happened to yeah. me in eighth grade that I was accused of that I absolutely didn't do and it haunts me literally to this day because my niece just graduated from eighth grade. But there was a contest at school where you could write the speech the eight the speech for the eighth grade graduation, where you could like write the speech and then you had to audition with your speech. And there were like five of us and I got it. I got it. <gasps> I wrote the speech, I performed it, and I was going to be doing it at eighth grade graduation. It sounds like a nightmare. And I know, but clearly I, I also was like lousy with like, I would enter any essay contest in high school so that mm-hmm. I could win money. But um, I, so I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing the eighth grade speech. I'm not like the valedictorian, but I'm going to be up there. And then we go, we do like um a dress rehearsal for graduation and I do my speech. And the speech was about how uh, we we're going to school at the same time that the Wonder Years was airing. Mm-hmm. So we were like the same age as them. And it was just kind of comparing like, these are our Wonder Years and da 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 da. And I like finished my speech during the rehearsal and everyone's clapping. And I'm like, I fucking killed my fucking speech. Yeah. Like I'm the greatest eighth grader that ever lived. And then I'm like in math class the next period and I get taken into the principal's office. Oh no, office. were they going in a different direction? No. Okay, good. <laughs> my drama teacher... Mrs. Young, Jacqueline Young, she's there. She's there. And she tells the principal that I plagiarized (gasps) my speech, that I stole the idea of making it about the wonder years from her talking about that in class. And I didn't know that she ever talked about it she did tell us that we should all watch the wonder years because she was like you guys are it's the same thing so i may have been inspired i don't by know what that is plagiarism that's not plagiarism she doesn't own references yeah 
And I was just like, oh, no, I remember when you told us to watch it. And I watched it because that's what teachers are supposed to do. They're supposed to tell you to like broaden your horizons. By watching Robin, Wonder Years. Yeah. We have so many weird parallels. Like, <laughs> have you also been accused of this? Dad, I'm just like, this is, I was also accused of plagiarism uh, in high school. It, this crushing. is so unfair. I was so angry. On I was accused of, of plagiarism when I plagiarized something <laughs> for, uh, when I wrote an essay based on the commentary track of Taxi Driver. But well, right. yeah, AI. Not really. I totally did that. I, I thought oh. nobody knew. I was like, I thought I had discovered commentary tracks. And so I was like, oh, I got all this insight. <laughs> and then, of course, it was a film class. Of course, he'd seen it. He's like, that's really funny. But uh, creative. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. What I, did they accuse you of? Yeah, what was yours? We used to do these speech competitions. where, And I was in a category called creative expression. And so I, I would create my own piece every year in high school and then perform it at all these speech competitions. And I wrote poetry, and so I did these poetry collages that were oh. – I kind of made them into performance art. Flag that for follow-up. Because <laughs> I did one at an awards ceremony that I didn't realize was controversial. I had a poem about abortion called Purple Afterthought. And after the awards <laughs> ceremony, parents were like, and you wrote that. But that, was, that wasn't the time I was accused of plagiarism. I was at a contest, and someone thought that my whole – the whole thing was written by poet Marge Piercy, who I quoted at the top of Famous my... abortion poet? <laughs> she's actually not. She's she's like an amazing poet. She has mm -hmm. a great book called The Moon is Always Female, which was like my first, my introduction to really loving... The moon? The moon. <laughs> I'm going to guess she's going to say poetry. Poetry. Yes. Oh, okay. And so I was disqualified. I thought I was going to win the competition, ah. and it was like... At, at a higher level, it was like to get into state or something. Wait, you should have to fucking prove that. Yeah, that's though. what I was gonna say. How yeah. could people make these allegations and then just that's it? Yeah, case so then closed. I ended up getting a trophy after the fact, and they had to like bump someone else out because oh, <sighs> my teacher had to confront this teacher from another school and explain that it was original poetry. I guess she had misunderstood and thought, oh, she's just. This should be in a different category of work that's not original, but it was original work. Fuck her. Oh, my God. Fuck Jacqueline Young. Yeah. Mrs. Young. And she back in the day, she tried to friend me on Facebook. And I was like, oh. not today, Mrs. Young. Wow, you got Young. back at her. I'm, yeah. I've never Decline. been able to get back at Oh, man. She's still around, by the way. She doesn't teach drama anymore. She but she it was so embarrassing because I didn't even so know wait, what she you, was talking about. So then about. what happened? Did you get to do it at graduation? So my mom came down to the school and just literally laid into this woman. Oh, that's nice. Like you wouldn't even believe, which is why I have to sort of retract what I said earlier. I do think if I, I think the problem is my mom in telling her the truth in any situation, in this situation, I didn't plagiarize. Mm -hmm. Somehow I worried that it would only become about her, which is mm -hmm. what happened with the eighth grade speech. Okay. Um, but now that I'm an older person and I look at the world, I just I can't even imagine a kid who is a nerd enough to enter in the sp into the speech contest, <laughs> right? And then like give the speech. I don't know that I would handle it that way. Like it to do you were. 12 or 13 yes, like the, get a grip lady the principal just like fully called me out of class and was like you're but, in a lot of trouble and also, then my mom was like she's gonna do this speech tomorrow tell her I wanna yeah but Sorry. plagiarism is when you copy <laughs> yeah, the text not when you text. when yeah. you borrow an idea and then write it yourself mm -hmm. that 
And it, like, if you're oh, presenting yeah. it, Sorry, wait, are you disagreeing with Daniel's definition of plagiarism? No, however, I, I feel like it's very, it's a muddy. Gray yeah. I think in comedy, I, I think in comedy, it's different because a joke right. can be told different, but be the same. I, I but I think if it's like right. somebody, but in eighth grade in the valley, yeah, I, I, I like guess Robin I'm just thinking like if, if somebody has an analogy. Yeah, yes, maybe you should acknowledge the person whose idea it like was. Like Mrs. Young said, but I don't think that, it's straight plagiarism. At right. least in, I don't know. And but, also yeah, maybe between the time that she talked about the Wonder Years to the time that the speech was written, like let's just say the Wonder Years premiered in the fall of that year. There was a long period yeah. of time. So even when I was sitting in that office being accused, I was like, I don't even remember when she talked I about. Feel like it. it's parallel I, thinking. I think I agree with Lizzie though that you did plagiarize it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is a federal sure. offense. Yeah. So I have uh, an, in a time in my youth that I was accused of lying, which is not at all nearly as traumatic as your guys. It was not even traumatic. However, the fact that I remember it so clearly and I was just I just thought about it the other night and I was like, it's weird that I think every now and again, this still pops into my head because I'm still upset about it. Um, just shows how much I cannot stand being accused or like being misunderstood in that way. And it's so dumb. It was someone called the house. They had a wrong number. They're like, hi, is Jenny there? And I said, no, you have a wrong number. And they're like, this isn't Jenny. And I said, no. And they're like, y you creep. And then they hung up because they, be they believed that I was just messing with them. They're like, stop being a creep or something like and that. And you just feel like they should have understood you're not a creep? <sighs> yeah, I mean, they should, no, they thought I was their friend messing with them. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't. I was Allison. I don't lie and I'm not a creep. <laughs> so since we're talking so much about celebrities, can I tell you the hot gossip from my reunion? Yes. Okay, so again, full rundown of the reunion will be on Patreon. However... Everyone else in my class knew this, apparently, and I discovered why, because they've been talking about it on the class Facebook group, which I am not part of, or, but now I am. Um, okay, so my, my friend made a joke about how I, she's like, you're the most famous person at our reunion. And she's like, well, actually, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Uh, Pedro Pascal oh. had been, you know that he's from Orange County. I didn't know I, this. I didn't know. He, I, I I did not know that. But it makes sense with what I've heard about him. Like he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I had no idea. Yeah. I just thought yeah. he's from South America. <laughs> so he had been, my high school had the middle, the middle school, like the middle school in town shut down and then got folded into high school. So it was seventh, eighth grade and then ninth through 12th. I started going there in ninth grade. But Pedro Pascal then Peter Balmaceda ah. had been in our class in seventh and eighth grade and then went to the performing arts high school. And my friend Lisa, who I reconnected with at the reunion, he used to live next door to her. She said he was the saddest boy she ever oh. knew. Yeah, because I guess his family, like there was a lot of yelling. Um, and he would say to her, like, your house is so calm. Oh. And That's then, why he's such a good actor. Yeah. yeah. Like they moved away in the middle of they fled to Chile in the middle of the night because and this is the part that I can't believe I didn't know because it was such a big story. So in 1995, and it's weird that I have a story from high school in 1995 since I was only seven years old, six or seven <laughs> at that time. There was this big scandal that happened at the UC Irvine Fertility Clinic where two doctors, the children of both of them. Javi Balmaceda and Georgina Ash 
were in youth and government with me and went to my high school. They were like these very popular girls who I believe played volleyball. Or just in my mind, every popular person at that school played volleyball. <laughs> it's very Orange County. Yeah, I think yeah. they did, though. They were athletic and cool and popular. Their dads ran the clinic, and it turned out that they had been uh, like they'd heart, they'd, you know, get a bunch of eggs from someone and then use them to get someone else pregnant. Ugh. So this, but this Ugh. was like before DNA testing. So yeah. the chickens didn't come home to roost oh. for a little while. Um, I'm unclear. Was that a chicken? Yeah. Thank you. No, Sorry. these were women. They were getting women pregnant who Not couldn't, who didn't have embryos. Here's the part that I'm unclear uh, about. Or were they so thinking dark. they were getting their own? They thought they were getting their That's own. That's so dark. Oh, man. I believe. I'm unclear if they were taking like a sperm and an egg and just putting it in like an embryo that had no genetic connection to the woman or if they were using the guy's sperm with someone else's egg. But regardless, a, a ton of children, people thought they were having their own genetic babies and then they weren't at all. So that came out. And this clinic had like amazing rates, you know, right. because they were mucking around with embryos and stuff. Um, so then this came out and Balmacita the dad and the family fled to Chile to avoid arrest, I guess. And then also the other, the other doctor fled somewhere as well. Um, here's the crazy. So anyway, that was his dad. That was his dad. Yeah. Yeah, he Bobby Balmacita, it, right? Super cool volleyball player. It's his older sister. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I, th so I said to Lisa, um, I take it. He doesn't ever mention this. She's like, no, he talks about it in interview. This is how much I, I'm not up on my Pedro news. He talks about it and he maintains his father's innocence. The, still the huh. crazy thing to me about this whole story is that, um, I went to high school with Grogu, <laughs> <laughs> the actor who plays do? Grogu. What's that? What did his dad do? Uh, nothing. He was just normal. You know, they were Mormon. Mm. And then crazy coda to all this. If yeah. you Google it, stuff comes up because in 2022, so this is like way in the rear view. Yeah. 2022, his dad, who looks kind of like him, finally pled guilty to like some tax charge oh. in exchange for, I think, being able to come back to the country. Huh. So I had no idea this was like still going on. Wow. Yeah. I know that he did the, get him on the show. He did mm. the same pre-college theater program that I did at Northwestern. I don't know. But like, I think he would, I think he, is there any chance he moved to the Midwest after his father fled? Like, did he stay here when his father fled? I actually don't know. I, I feel like he, he didn't stay have. in Orange County, okay. but hmm. I don't um, know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> You're like, I think he was in my mime class. <laughs> well, so he went to OSHA, which is Orange County yeah, School of Performing sure. Arts. That is a callback to previous con yeah. off camera. Yes, off camera. Yes. That was a callback to before the <laughs> show started. For people now. <laughs> and his, I don't know what year they fled, but if he was my year, this all happened when we were junior. So I, maybe he did stay longer. Tony, do you, I know you're um, all about star Wars, had, but do you know, <laughs> no, I don't know about it. Pedro Pascal life. is I'm, in star Wars Mandalorian. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, with a I think he did. They, they came over from Chile initially. So his right. dad must have gone back. Yeah. But I don't know. I assumed he did too, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm just wondering if the other people listening who got really low scores in reading comprehension also are following this. <laughs> <laughs> I probably told it. SAT. I probably told it in I'm a like, really okay, convoluted no, way. Us. I'm sorry. I think should we tell them no. the story about uh, in the car? Yes, Allison. I really do have a reading comprehension. I, I have I a have storytelling trouble. problem. You, 
Oh, really? <laughs> well, I just mean my stories, like, I have problems synthesizing and they no. get a little bit convoluted. Well, then this is like Mr. Smeds and Mr. Yes. Spats. I don't know them, but... Do you know that Shel Silverstein poem? No, yeah. but I, I feel like I should. It's like, like Mr. Smeds meant... Mr. Smeds had, had 21 heads and only one hat to his oh. name. And Mr. Spats had 21 hats. Oh, I well, forget the middle part of the rhyme, but then it goes when Mr. Smeds met Mr. Spats, they talked of the buying and selling of hats, and Mr. Spats bought Mr. Smeds hat. Nice, I love it. Have I mean, it's also like Jack crazier than Jack Spratt yeah. and his wife. Jack Spratt would eat no fat. His wife would eat no lean. Then something happened where they had like a perfect oh meal. Yeah, oh. they could eat steak together. You know what? Fatty. That's a great story. Yeah. All these delights. So, like, maybe you can just sit and tell me stories that I don't understand, and that's our zen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How satisfying <laughs> that will be. Tell them. Tell them. Well, Elliot loves to play like games in the car. Invented uh, games. Invented sometimes. games, and he decided he wanted to do riddles. Great. Which you know you come you make up a riddle and then everyone guesses what it is you're thinking of and and I was taking a little a little nap in the car but I woke up to chime Allison in. Allison was taking a snoozeroo, <laughs> um, and mine was uh well, how, I don't even remember it was like I'm hot no 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 was, it was like what's long and makes daddy want to fall asleep w- no no what's long and makes you fall asleep oh yeah yeah and um <laughs> no. and they were like I need a clue and then Allison's like no I don't know you said what's long and makes makes people fall asleep that you said? Yeah. And I chimed in and I said, my stories. <laughs> like, j- jokingly though. And Daniel goes, yes! <laughs> that was it. That was the answer to the riddle? That was. That was the answer. Oh my God. I know. Damn, I think y'all. about Mr. Smeds and Mr. Spats so much more than I should. For- That's good. I gotta, you gotta find out what the middle of that yeah, poem is. Because it's, it's about how we all understand things differently and we mm-hmm. live in the world, some of us with 12 heads and some of us with 12 heads. And we can I'm sorry. See, I'm dyslexic (laughs) with numbers. I actually am. I can't. I flip every number. That's an interesting interpretation of it. Yeah. Of what? I think it's weirdly kind of about how we can't change. Like, it's almost about addiction or we can't change or our even like our shame remains the same. I had Hmm. a friend. And I just thought it was about like, sometimes you meet. The key to your lock. That's right. Every pot has a, 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 a lid. Lid. Right. Yes. But but he doesn't buy that. He the guy with all the hats buys the last hat off the guy with all the hats. Oh my god! So that's this, what happened. Uh, I thought oh, I wasn't I tracking were, your story. No, I wasn't either. And I, perhaps I perhaps I switched it. And Tony, can you please? explain you guys should do a podcast together allison you and lizzie should do a podcast together where you tell each other stories and don't understand each other's (laughs) stories takeaway is so wait a minute the guy with 21 heads ended up with no hats yes this is awful and the other guy is just walking around with a zillion hats on his head he buys the other guy's hat this is a story about capitalism Oh, maybe. Wait, why did he sell this is about greed and hoarding hoarding things why did he sell the hat did you find it Tony has dissociated. Tony's know. left his body. I've got, you know, I was Googling. I found the actual yeah. poem. Is that yes. what you want? Okay. okay. I want to hear it. Mr. Spatz had 21 hats and none of them were the same. And Mr. Smeds had 21 heads and only one hat to his name. Now, when Mr. Smeds met Mr. Spatz, they talked of the buying and selling of hats. And Mr. Spatz bought Mr. Smeds hat. Mm. Did you ever hear anything crazier than that? I never Ooh. have. No, 
That's Isn't it. That's that the craziest crazy? thing. That's chills. Yeah. Yeah, it's chills. I feel like there's something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> speaking of chills, there's a great Shel Silverstein poem with a skeleton sitting in a refrigerator. Really? Mm. The one, it's hot. I can't get cool. I've oh, drunk yeah. a little quarts of lemonade. And he goes, I think I'll take my skin off and sit around in my bones. Mm. Everything's Jesus. very dark. dark. Yeah. 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 Do you remember um, Jack Proletsky? Okay, so Jack Proletsky wrote, I don't know what the name of his book of poems was, but I associate him with Shel Silverstein. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I won't turn orange if I eat this orange. So don't you call me that. No, I won't turn orange if I eat this orange. You're talking through your hat. Anyone? Okay, no. Tony, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you look up Jack? It's either Perletsky or Proletsky. And he, there's a hat in there too. Yeah. Looking through. Huh. Wow. It's, it's so weird. I Jack Prelutsky. Prelutsky. And what's yes. the name of his book of poems? I totally to me he's like the same as Light in the Attic and Where the Sidewalk Ends. Oh. When you see the image of Mr. Smeds with 21 heads, <laughs> it is like an edible arrangement of heads. Oh. Okay. I pictured them in a line. You would think that the it's community horror. would get together and get horror. some hats for if all those Webster heads. If Webster held it, he'd float away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he well, didn't have a catchphrase, by the way. I don't think he did. He, uh, he has more than 50 poetry collections. Oh, my God. Oh. Including Nightmares, Poems to Trouble Your Sleep, oh. It's Halloween, The Mean Old Mean Hyena. And something like big has happened here. Huh. Sorry, something big has been here. Now I don't know. If mm. listeners, if you also remember Jack Perletsky, 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 um, let me know at A R I Y N B F on Twitter. The only one who knew, like, he just personally gave you his chat yeah. book, and it's yes. it, now it's like imprinted. It is my a ghost, my legacy to yeah. carry. Yeah. Um. Okay. We need to talk about the fact that uh, both Robin and Lizzie have studied miming <laughs> in college. And let's talk about that in a second. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Little Spoon. Oh, Little Spoon. We love Little Spoon. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, Allison Rosen's new best friend is sponsored by Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Yes, you heard that right. You can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make mealtime healthy, tasty, and easy. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends. They have Vitables, which are transition-to-table early finger food meals. Daniel, do you remember the stress of just like when they're switching to solids and trying to find food for them and all yes. that stuff. Little Spoon makes it so easy because they have delicious, like free of artificial junk mm -hmm. foods for all the different stages um, so of your easy. kid. They have plates, which are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and taste amazing. And even the pickiest eaters love them. And there's like hidden veggies in the mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. And the ch they have chicken nuggets. They have pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. And then they have smoothies. My kids are addicted yeah, they love those. to their smoothies. Um, they are... They're, they're in pouches and they have like strawberry banana shake and a purple carrot acai bowl. It's all really good. It's all really high quality. I've tried them. They taste good. You guys know I've got a thing for, um, I don't know if I, I'm not, I have a thing for baby food. I'm not going to say all of this is baby food. <laughs> 
Sometimes I have to self-disclose. Mm-hmm. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash BFF and enter code BFF at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's littlespoon.com slash BFF and enter our code BFF for 30% off at checkout. Okay, please regale me with the mime situation. I heard just a tiny amount of this before the show and i was like oh my god we've got you, to talk about now, this do you have to buy your own white gloves before you take mime class or do no, they have those i wish we had yeah. i would have loved to have the we in my my college in my theater school I, this our senior year we studied mime and it was like a really big deal to get to do mime and my acting professor was um a professional mime and had worked with Marcel Marceau. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm laughing because it sounds crazy. And then, was this an elective or like everyone went through? It the was mime part program. of acting okay. class. Yeah, it was like it was like the Greeks, Shakespeare, mime. <laughs> um, and and they, I didn't get to do it, but they did a very 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 well received mime show my senior year. Why didn't you get to do it, Robin? <laughs> I was doing a different plagiarism. show. Yeah, I was still suffering from the effects of eighth grade Jacqueline. plagiarism. They're like, um, they're like that box. Someone else created that box. Yes. <laughs> And um, I don't recall being very good at it, but it was kind of strenuous. And it came up the other night because I was playing this sort of charade game with my cousin and her kids. And I I felt my space work was great. I felt I did a great job elucidating what the objects were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, I we're, studied. We're seeing like a yeah. tiny bit of it. Did you learn oh my tacti- God, it's so techniques good. that like make you better at it than other people? No, did I have those techniques? Did you learn any? If I did, I don't remember. I wish I wanted to be better at it than I was. Mm. It was actually really hard from what I remember learning how to mime. And then I remember when I got to Groundlings, um, one of the reasons they said I didn't move up to the next level was because my space work wasn't good. And I was like, oh, I'll show you space work, (laughs) Groundlings. I learned like these two fingers. (laughs) I learned from some the protege of Marcel Marceau. Yeah. Yeah. this the newest season of I think you should leave has a very funny mime. I sketch. watched have it. You watched What's it yet? I have. But why? So what, yeah. Why am I blinking? Where he's like, he'll sketch. give you money oh, if yes, you make yes, him yes, talk. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So Lizzie, you also studied mime. And, but I just want to share. So this came up beforehand, and then Lizzie's like, "Oh, I did a little bit of miming or something like that." And then she's right. like, "I don't want to out mime you, though." <laughs> I know. I didn't There's no you, way to out mime me. I do feel like that happens on podcasts where it's like, "I was also uh, accused of plagiarism." Right. <laughs> I'm my thing in that for my life tale, so no one thinks later if I ever talk about that I also <laughs> had plagiarism that I'm somehow plagiarizing your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You're like, trying to out oh, mime me again. My life, but. I, but mine is actually kind of more mime adjacent, mm. which is that in college, I was like, okay, after school, I'm going to apply to L'Ecole International du Théâtre Jacques Lecoq, which is a clowning school in Paris. Yeah. Oh, wow. that, uh, That's uh, this- Sasha Baron Cohen went there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't know You're that. familiar okay. with this clown school? It's, it's very famous. It's very famous. And they only accepted six people f- from the U.S. Oh, my and- God. I'm sorry. Pin, hang on. Okay. Robin, have you heard of this clown school? I, I, in my distant, distant memory, I have. Tony, have you? No. So, like, it's very well, famous. I'm not saying clowning was not is not like. Tr- I mean, it wasn't popular, especially at the at okay. the time. It's no. kind of like deep theater. Com- Got it. Okay, Commedia dell'arte. So, yes. like the classic characters of like Harlequino and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, put a flag on Harlequino. 
We'll come yeah, back we'll to that. Yeah, we'll flag Harlequino from her follow-up. We will. <laughs> and Is that Harlequin, but like Frenchified? I believe Harlequino... <laughs> Well, that is probably derivative of it. Thank you. But there are different characters, like the lovers. I can't yeah. remember what the greedy one is. It starts with the. P. Are these like archetypes? Or archetypes, what you, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like the Commedia dell'arte. Yes. Got it. Um, and God, no. I, Capitano is one. Mm. So you're always like returning from an adventure with a crazy story to tell. Oh. So there are different <laughs> archetypes. So I studied Commedia in college, and I was like, after school, I'm going to apply and see if I get in. And I got in, and there were six people. Oh from my love. god! And one of my friends, who's really talented, also got in, and wow. she was like, "We're going to Paris." That's, That's amazing. But I, it was two thousand dollars, and I didn't have two thousand dollars. Yeah. It's and have any scholarships? There were no scholarships uh-huh. for this, and you had to pay your way and get to Paris, yes. right? And live in Paris. Yeah, That's for a, lot. a two-year program. The year I got in, Jacques Lecoq died. Oh, out loud, or did he die like in a time style? (laughs) (laughs) Was it a quiet death? So someone else took over. So at the time, I I was so depressed. I was like, this was my dream. I messed up. I also I think I was like beating myself up. Like, why can't I just get money? It's like Mm. Daniel can relate to that. What? She said she's beating herself up like, why can't I just get money? And I was just saying oh, you can relate yeah, to I that. Can, I can totally yeah, relate. I, like, I have similar stories. Let me tell you my stories. Okay. Well, no, can I kidding. tell you what? So <laughs> but I ended I up, I had insurance at the time that for some reason I didn't realize covered a therapist. So I went to a therapist once and I said I was you know, devastated. I also – anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't need to be like, and my parents didn't support me. Well, I am wondering where yeah. your parents were in all of this. I did – tell them and there was an eye roll so that was that Ugh. support was was off the table oh, so um but you know they helped me with college and stuff so th- and i'm very grateful for that yeah uh but my therapist said if you don't go to like Cole international i doubt he said the name of the entire <laughs> school he was like if you don't go to the school you need to do something else that's going to make you feel like you had an adventure so i did a solo show like a performance art style show that I timed out. It was so incredibly ambitious. I don't know why I did this to myself. I did an entire show to a metronome. Oh, wow. And I had a video component in the back, and it was about a maid who wants to go to Paris, but she's narcoleptic. Yes. And she can't get there. So the whole thing in the background was this dream sequence that I filmed myself asleep in a graduation robe, like floating places and with like sheet music all over me (laughs) in the bathtub. And I made this whole thing that was supposed to play in back of me. I do the show. I get off stage. I walk on and I'm like to bow and I'm like, something's wrong. Like it was a very weird, Mm. very weirdly received. And afterward, people were like, so what was with Dirty Dancing? And I said, what? what? It turned out my boyfriend at the time who was helping me get ready grabbed the wrong tape. And during my solo no. show, Dirty Dancing played on silent behind me. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That is so awful. What a and roller coaster. What's crazy is during those times, I think my character was asleep. I think it was like I'm 
the narcolepsy. Just watching Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah, and oh she's obsessed god. with Dirty Dancing. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my god! So wow. that's what I. How did. mad were you? Or I were was you? like, you grabbed the. Ru- I mean, oh what are you gonna right. do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> wow. He was like, I was in such a hurry, and blah 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 blah. Like. That's, oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, that story oh really my took god. me down. Wow. Turns and turns. Wow. And so did you? Was, so did you yeah. only do it once? I, I think it wasn't to where I was like, I can't wait to do it again. It was also like I was in. Min- no one knew me. I was just like <laughs> graduated college in Minnesota. Right. I don't know that I even invited very many. I think I was like, I'm going to workshop mm-hmm. my first solo show. What was I it wanted, called? That was called Homemade, and. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine saying it's homemade, but then it's dirty dancing. What does this mean? It was so. Oh my God. And oh, that's, that's awful. It's hilarious. also not a great title. Sounds very community theater title. Mm-hmm. But then later I did a solo show that I really liked that was kind of. Um, put you on the map? It really put me on the map, but I felt like I it kind of brought back my my self esteem around it because it was it was a little scarring. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I'm okay, especially Mm -hmm. given the fact that your parents eye rolled. I am so sorry for questioning how famous this clown college was. Mm. I was with low hanging fruit on my part. Well, clowning and miming are not big in this country, so people don't really talk about this school. Well, now there's a huge. Clowning is very popular in comedy now. Oh, is it? it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, now what is the definition of clowning, though? So, I mean, I think the modern, I I don't know how the modern version of clowning would be described, but I would say like most shows in in LA right now in comedy are clowning, especially like at the Elysian Theater and stuff. In what way? Like Like physical comedy, right? I mean, I'm not an expert, so I, I feel like. I shouldn't define it, especially because yeah. I didn't get that degree. <laughs> but it's there's something about playing to your weakness. Oh, <laughs> it's not me. That's it's beautiful though. Actually, <laughs> what was that? That was strange. It wasn't really <laughs> Tony. Is it no, you? It's not me either. Is it the fireplace? It was Rob. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, the fireplace doesn't have Our a phone <laughs> Weird. That was weird. It sounded. Well, Robin, your Spotify is on play. I know. I'm, it's my. You guys, it was mine. It okay. wasn't. It wasn't. I swear it wasn't. No, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know where it came from. It did um, seem like it was like in behind that curtain or something. <laughs> it seemed like it was over there. I know. That's how I heard it too. It was over um, here. Can my watch do that? Yes. Probably. It was you. I've it, never heard that sound from it. it it's okay. It, it wasn't. You know, it doesn't matter. What I want to say is... It was a beautiful is, interlude. Oh God, you're like, it's okay, Lizzie. I saw your phone. <laughs> no, but it wasn't my phone. <laughs> How would you say it's my watch? It's on Do never... Not Disturb. Um, I would like to say <laughs> that sometimes, just on the clowning tip, that sometimes at night when we have to walk the dog, and yes. there are times when I'm a little stoned, and in the last few weeks, I would say over the summer before Rick Caruso won, we would mm-hmm. do a bit called Thick Calarso because we would see the Rick Caruso signs on our street. And he has a very thick collar. And so I just like do like a solid 10 on Thick Calarso and uh, whatever. <laughs> They're really dumb bits. 
But starting a couple of weeks ago, I started acting like a weird clown at night when we walk the dog. And, <laughs> Sam, and Sam's bit is like, Harlequino, no. Harlequino, <laughs> stop. Because I'll be like, what's behind this door? And, like, and it's just, I, I think walking the dog at night is kind of a bummer because we don't have a backyard. Uh-huh. So it's uh, it's just a way we entertain ourselves is I act like an annoying clown called Harlequino. <laughs> I, I think one of the def- I remember an interview with Sasha Baron Cohen from another podcast podcast um i'm looking up harlequino and he talked about that school and he talked about how he actually there were there's like two schools or two types of clowning there's clowning and Mm -hmm. then there's another thing and i forget the the word that he used to define it but clown clowning is essentially like you're a child it's childlike Mm -hmm. and it's there's and and it's there's something joyful about clowning. Whereas this other thing, there's something angry about it. And it's more about, um, it's more about satirizing power. Um, and it's like when the, when the troop would come into and, 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 and sat and right. make fun of the King so, or whatever. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's that what he does. came out of. That's interesting. That's what he, th- he, that's how he thinks of what okay, he does. So that's, there was also like a play, the first like avant-garde play called like King Ubu or Ubu Hua, oh, written yeah. by Alfred Jari, was kind of actually, uh, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on that, but that was kind of deconstructed and it was kind of around that, I mm-hmm. think when that style became more kind of popular. I wonder like, what the other, st- it's so, like, it's similar to satire. Yes, it is, yes. and uh, I I just blank on it. Um, it's a word you know. It's not like some exotic. It's, it's not commedia. No, because that's or that's older. Mm-hmm. And commedia is what you say when you don't want to say the whole thing. It's like commedia instead of commedia. Right. Yes, it's <laughs> now time. Yeah, I do think the school that I was supposed to go to, um, in another in another dimension, I did. <laughs> Is what they the school that he went to on the show Baskets? Yeah, I was oh. just gonna oh. say Baskets. Would you ever consider going now? Like, is it something that yeah. you still want to do? I would. I, I would. Like you should. We, can we send you to? Cl- yeah. Can we rate? Can we do a GoFundMe to send you to clown school? You already were accepted, so you yeah. should have some way of getting back in. You should be. <laughs> and yeah, cl- by the way, Baskets. If anybody hasn't seen Baskets, seen that's it. listening. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. such a great show. Yeah, and not enough praise. I, mm, I loved it as well. Yeah, I feel like we almost gave it a shot. <laughs> but by the way, I want to say we. Yeah. But I, I just want to say, I asked Lizzie also if she was still working at Victoria's Secret, mm. and Lizzie said it's the one job I've had that I don't dread going to, and I said that's the opposite of how I felt when I worked at the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, I didn't know you worked at the Holocaust Museum. I've never even been to one because I think it would just be too it's upsetting. A I would almost worry, though, if it weren't the case. If, you're, if you were like, it's the one job I love going. It'd be like, mm. Okay, it's happening it's, again. Okay. It's not my watch. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> I've never had my watch ring. My phone is off. Oh, I, my God, I'm saying it. And now it's typing into my phone. I've never yeah. had my watch Siri ring. Siri gets out of control. How do I even turn this off? Daniel, do you know? You have an you Apple just have Watch. To click buttons until it turns off. <laughs> now oh. it's like talking to me. He's I'm so an, sorry. Is this okay? Interesting question. <laughs> now, how do I turn this off? I asked Here, him. I'll give a, it to Daniel. Okay, yeah, and maybe it. Daniel can turn it off. <laughs> Guys, I did get that free with my. I was going to say, with your what? New? Yeah, I got it. With I your bought a phone and they were like. 
I I actually use this at Victoria's Secret so I can secretly yeah. say ideas into my phone. That's so. What yeah. what app do you use on that? I, to do I that? really don't know how to turn this off, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, pass it. Did you turn it off? Outside. I I did. Well, I didn't turn the whole thing off. I just stopped. I don't really know how to turn this off. Wait, you got a free watch with a new iPhone? Yeah. How is that possible? They just that's the promotion they're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I did some the guy some favors. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Gave him a body by what? If they were going to offer me an Apple Watch, and I don't know how much they cost, I would say, don't give me the watch. Just bump it off the cost of the phone. I don't need the watch. The same almost. I have no idea. No, I don't think so. I think the watch is. I trust. I would not have just. Oh, done I just this. restarted it because now I'm also. You just restarted it. He reformatted your watch. Why don't we just Thanks, right Daniel. Outside? What's probably fixed now or broken? <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> Listeners are loving for you. Isn't that what you no. want me to do? I think it's just restarting. It's just, it's just the what? It's the black screen with the white apple. Is what we're seeing. It seems to be just restarting, <gasps> um, right? I, yeah. But you got but it for can free. Can I just hide it in a place? If you'd like to, sure. Because I don't want it to ruin the show. <laughs> I feel like it's I making mean, the too, show. Too late. What if you it's forget off. it, though? It's I off. would forget it. It's off. You it's dunked off. it in water, right? What <laughs> app do you use to, to give yourself uh, notes on your Apple Watch? I either text myself or I use That's the voice app because I have to take notes. So I text for those myself. who didn't listen to the other one, I did a podcast where my listeners voted for me, what I did every week. They voted for me to work at Victoria's Secret. I've now been there since November. Amazing. I, I stuck it out through the semi-annual sale. Amazing. How did that go? <laughs> Can I tell you? So the semi-annual st- sale, at least at our location, they bring in a bunch of products from like the bigger stores mm-hmm. to sell in our store. So a lot of it you'll spray and be like, Oh my god! Like <laughs> some of the scents they brought in, one of, one of them is called. The names are so funny. Poolside service. Ooh, like I'm I'm dating was like. Do they mean like you're, you're at the pool or you're like servicing right. someone? Right. <laughs> or it'll be like sun deck something. Like it's you know like. Do they sell um, but, cosmetics still? Because the lipstick that I use is a Victoria's Secret oh. lipstick that I got when I. You know how you're supposed to throw out makeup like every three months or something? I got this when I worked at Time Out in New York. (laughs) We're going on many, many years. I'm not sure if we have the lipstick. I will say the lip gloss is excellent. Candied apple lip gloss. I'm going to try it. It's got staying power. It has a nice sheen. And by the way, there are some good scents there. May I recommend Very Sexy C S E A. Oh. I got to sniff that. And Victoria's Secret Dream Angel is really good. Do you see a lot of people go buying that in the store? Are they like, are are people out? I mean, I just like perfume just feels very mm. 80s to me still. Does it? To does. Oh, there. I get on, um, I don't know if it's called like perfume talk mm. or I don't know, on TikTok. I feel like oh. perfume. There's, there's like a whole, I'm sure. there's people who are passionate about it. They I'm write sure. about it. There's websites about it. I mean, there's like. So much perfume stuff. Now, I'm sure. What's interesting to me at Victoria's Secret is there are two or three scents where I go, this smells to me exactly like this this one. Yeah. Oh, are they doing dupes? And I don't know. I'm like, there's no way there's some perfume <laughs> genius, like, you know, creating all these conco- concoctions. It's just the packaging. I, I really believe this to be true because we had a, a scent called Teas. There's a whole line of teas and and bombshell, so it'll be like bombshell seduction, bombshell passion. These are all different mm-hmm. scents. So this one was tease sugar fleur, and the other one is very sexy C. And I'm like, these are marketed 
in an opposite way. Like sugar fleur is a pink. It's cute. It mm-hmm. smells like right. sweet. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I'm like, this does not smell like the sea at all. <laughs> this smells like a candy necklace also. And I mm. really like the way it smells. But I'm like, this has got to be the same perfume, but the marketing is just vastly different. Oh, that's interesting. So they just convince people this yeah. is a different scent altogether. Huh. Um, was it Allie Ward who did like a perfume test and or cologne test and discovered? Oh that yes, the everyone best loved smelling pitbulls was pitbulls like like on a blind test, like a blind like, test of cologne. Pitbulls, yeah. singer pitbulls. Yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> um, for him. Did you guys know they are? This is not sponsored. But is Gap the same company as Victoria's Secret? Yes. I, I know so. Bath and Body Works. Okay. Is. Gap it, has but they, brought... they just separated. Okay. Oh. Well, good for them. I'm like breaking news. <laughs> the merger is gone. Gap has brought back the scents from the nineties. So like oh. I forget like Earth Dream. Grass. Grass. Yeah, yes, grass. They brought those back. Why yes. were you talking about Wait, that? How I they liked have the grass. grass candle. And there's one that's like sun or something, a sunflower. I don't know what it is. They had fresh cut grass cologne. Yeah. I so we went to Gap after we saw Are You There God? It's me, Margaret. Oh. And and we just went in because I wanted to look, and then Daniel ended up finding something, and I didn't. And then he engaged with in a lot of conversation with the woman working behind the thing because he thought she was having a bad day, which I thought was sweet, um, about jean cut styles. But anyway, while this was happening, you know, you talk to people about their interests. I I was like, oh my god, these they brought back these perfumes, and I smelled a lot of them, and it really brought me back. I didn't see the grass there. That that's very exciting. There no, was a really weird period sure of the nineties where so. yeah. I remember loving the grass candle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember the grass scent as well. I never, I never dipped into the Gap scent. I feel world, like it though. was. Yeah. yeah, it was really popular. Mm. Uh, that was right around the time of CK One sort of taking sure. off. Mm. And uh, my sister and I both used to use Teen Spirit deodorant. Sure, and they had like uh, canceled it, and then they brought it back. And separately, she and I both, without we didn't talk to each other about it. Uh, it just turned out we had both purchased it like in a nostalgia purchase. Oh my God. And then put it on. And then, you know, a couple like pretty quickly after that, we're like, I can't stand smelling like I used to smell. You shower. Yeah, to shower. <laughs> yeah, totally. Here's my question for the, for the males in the room. Hmm. When you, if you were with a woman mm-hmm. and you were like maybe vaguely into her, but then she had a sexy perfume mm-hmm. smell, does that change the game? On the levels of horniness. Not for me. Okay. I'm not like not a smell person at all. Yeah. But, could, but you yeah. like don't have a sense of smell. Right? I have one. It's just not super strong. Mm-hmm. I, I lost my I sense think, of smell. I think point. if we were dating yeah. and we were going out and it was a, a very, very nice, subtle scent, I wouldn't, I would think that's nice. Interesting. I, I, I wouldn't, but if she didn't, I wouldn't mind either. Right. I, it, but. It's the too much that can be a turnoff oh, yeah. because for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. when I mean, I've worked, I remember this one uh, lady who would wear a lot of, col- a lot of perfume and I was always like, you're, you must be farting a lot or something. Like why? <laughs> because it's like, what are you covering up? <laughs> right. It's <laughs> just so much on. Yeah. It's just like you're, it's like when you get that peach scent in the bathroom and now it just smells like peach scented poo like it's like ugh, it's yeah, like yeah, worse yeah, yeah. It, to me yeah. it's like my that brain so it's so true <laughs> so it's like yeah. you just I've want that subtle thought about someone who has too much perfume i mean i have felt like wow that is really yeah. making my eyes water but yeah. i haven't thought they're no. trying to Covering cover up something a fart up. smell have you ever febrezed yourself yes no. oh yeah your hair like just gone 
No. Um, I'm not. You, so <laughs> your hair, you said? I have a breeze yeah, myself. I have breeze like my clothing. Yeah. When same. I was a cigarette smoker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think maybe I yeah. would like walk through a cloud of Febreze. I would walk through a cloud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where are you guys with dry shampoo? Because I That's went through a dry shampoo no. phase for like one day and then I'm like, it's this, I can't do it. I loved the Batiste blonde one mm. because it would like cover up oh, your yeah, roots. Batiste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. However, Target doesn't sell it. I, I don't know. I think I there's like a chemical. I just read yeah, something about it. There's something it. really bad in it that in you shouldn't be using. In all dry shampoo or just in some? They said, not, not just. I think it was one of those articles them, like, I think. dermatologists said these are the five things they would never use and one of them was like dry shampoo. I use, sometimes oh. on my bangs, I will use living proof shampoo to get an extra day out of my good. bangs. Yes. And I wore it before I went picketing last week. And everyone that I hugged on the picket line was like, you smell amazing. So what happens if you don't and get that like, extra day out of your bangs? What happens if I don't? Nothing. But I'd ha- you have to, to dry You have to wash them again. Yeah. Yeah. What is living proof? This is gal it's chat. Some, um, it's some line of shampoo. Uh, do you just shampoo that Thank you. Yeah. You just dip the bangs in the water. No, I just will do the dry shampoo on oh, the oh, bangs. Oh, it's dry. But sometimes there will be days where I, f- I will only wash my bangs. <laughs> yeah. It's, Jackie Johnson does that, I yeah, think. Sometimes I do that. Guys. Because it's all anyone's looking mm-hmm. at yep. is the bangs. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had to meet someone the other night, and it takes my hair forever to dry. Mm-hmm. I was like, this was my fatal mistake tonight yeah. was washing my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what Wa- dry shampoo is for. Washing your bangs is the equivalent of just like when you go to the gas station, you just clean the windshield yes. only. Yes. Well, that's the only option at the gas. Oh, no, I guess. We could wash your car. Your whole oh, car. right. But I mean, right. if you're at the gas station. That's like They a... have the car wash at the gas station. Somehow. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Cleaning your car with a squeegee, it's like a yeah. whore's bath. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, ta- felt... I think I taught our boys whore's bath yeah, and Daniel she got real mad. She's like, yes. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> you oh, my God. I I'm just... not shaming. I support sex workers. I just... Not literally. <laughs> it's a term. We're not. Yeah, I, but I, I know th- there's no shame in, in sailors bath, in, in being a whore. Say. I just remembered all of Elliot's questions last night. Elliot, before he goes to bed, gets very philosophical and asks impossible to answer questions. But he also like revs up. He's like, he's like someone who doesn't, well, I don't know what children know how to like be cool, but he's six and he gets very like excited to talk to Daniel as he's going to sleep. And so he's just like, now we're going to catch up on everything. Yeah, but I don't remember the questions last night. So he (laughs) he wanted to know if... If you and I met after he was born. Oh, that's a great question. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great Uh, question. And then you started to explain IVF to him. And I'm like, I'm not (laughs) sure we're, I'm not sure we have not had this conversation about when we're going to. No. Okay. Because here's what happened. He wanted to know if you and I met after he had been born and you thought that was very funny. Yes. But to him, he doesn't understand that like we would have to. We were like, then we were joking about like, what if he had? Is he introduced us? us. I got, I got someone you got to meet. It's my dad. And then you were saying that like, well, mommy and daddy have to, you know, have been together. And I don't think you meant that in a euphemistic way. You just meant like they have to have. No, I, honey, they they literally have. Okay. Yeah. They have to have you know been together to conceive of a baby or something like that. And then he's like. But why? But how? And then he had like a thousand. <laughs> he had a thousand questions. Mm-hmm. What he was asking is where to be. How How does it all work? How do you get? Yes. Like, and then you confused matters no, by bringing up the fact that we went to a doctor. Well, I feel like that's easier than explaining 
A penis goes in a vagina? No, I really feel like that's easier. I feel like that's going to... Talking about IVF is 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 more complicated. Well, maybe and... it makes me more comfortable than explaining sex to him at this age. Well, yeah, but I punted it to you. I said, Mommy, I'll explain this to you later. Yeah, and then I said, well, Daddy and I... I don't think it was bad what I said. I said, Daddy and I had to go to a doctor to help me get pregnant with you. Right. And I figured that at least is a more... Hmm. It's like a simpler way of... Ex- the sex conversation, I did not want to have that last night. Did, well, did whatever you do when he asks mm-hmm. this question again, do not bring up Pedro Pascal's father because it will really yes, confuse matters. He is not yet into Star Wars. They're sort of flirting with Star Wars a little bit. You should but say, not- uh, Dad had to put his pizza in mom's mailbox. Oh, there you go. It's the old teach him about the, the pizzas, the pizzas yeah. in the mailboxes. Um, it's really cute. I want to say hello and, and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Sign up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Mary Ann Malkeen and to Julie Kem. Julie is at the texting level. And yes, people at the texting level have received a photo from my yearbook of Pedro Pascal's sister. And they'll <laughs> soon be receiving a photo of Pedro Pascal from eighth grade because I got it from the Facebook group. Uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I should have mentioned at the top of the show, I have merch available now. I have a merch store uh, with all sorts of items. Guys, in it. I just created a new shirt today. Yeah. Wow. It looks so, it's, it's very, very exciting. It looks it's fun. so we go in there good. And just make stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so check that out. You're going to want to snap up some items. If you go to my website, AllisonRosen.com, uh, there's like a banner when you when you get there and it says new merch store and you'll see from my website how to get there. Would you like to talk about that, Daniel? <laughs> Daniel just pointed to something. I just, I'm looking at her notes and I it reminded me. Well, some of these can be on the next You and Me episode. You may as well share that. Well, I just upsetting. it's a it's a little story. It's not a big enough story. I was on a Zoom call for work on like Thursday or Wednesday and um you know, it's like 11 a.m. Uh, I had been up for a number of hours. I hadn't just rolled out of bed. And uh, I get on the, the Zoom call and everyone just starts laughing and making jokes about how I look, quote, haggard. Well, no, you thought they had made a where like someone told a joke before you got there. And that's what they were laughing about. Yeah. And then and they were just laughing at how haggard I looked. <laughs> That's not nice. I know. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> well, I forgot. And I'm just trying to play it off like, uh, yeah, my uh, hair and makeup isn't here today. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. you look haggard. Uh, had time. Had was this after not seeing them for years or something? <laughs> so <laughs> three of them. I will say after the pandemic, I feel like people kind of looked at you to see what changes right. I heard. They'd be like, yes. it's so good to see you. You're like, <laughs> yeah. your eyes are drilling into my soul. Yeah. Right there now. were three people on the call that I've seen one time. Okay. And then my boss, and he was just having a great time just making fun of me, which it, it, I do think it's funny. And I also am having a serious existential crisis because, yeah, like, you've been looking at the I, mirror, like, what I see isn't what other people see. Well, like, I know, look, you know, I ain't a spring chicken, but uh, I've been jogging. I'm not, like, not, like, I would not describe myself as haggard, but for there to be a consensus. Yeah, that's tough. About this, it really forces you to accept it as true. I don't 
don't think it's true, though. I think maybe your hair looks a little I think you're crazy. used to me. But can I say something that yeah. I think find very unfair is to say haggard when it's just the passage of time. It's yeah. not that yeah. you're haggard. It's that you're alive. Well, you're, thank it's a, you. It's a privilege to look haggard. I, I agree with that so much. And also, yes, I have kids. I probably do look tired and haggard, but like... I really think it might have been your hair. Or could it have been whoever was the highest up, they laughed, and then everyone below it had to jump on the There could be that. Is that what happens on this show when I laugh? No. (laughs) Of course not. I thought you looked like Merle Haggard. Yes. Thank you. That's what they were saying. Or Hagrid from Harry Potter. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to kick him out of bed. Here's the thing. I am not like... Sleep with a giant. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I have not been vain in my life, so I don't really care that much. until Well, until Allison started vi- doing video of the show, mm. and then I saw how I looked, which I would describe as haggard. Yes. So now I'm looking at plastic surgery. And look, I have no, no problems with no, me getting plastic joking. surgery. Okay. not really joking. Okay. I Daniel. think it would be hilarious no. to get a shit ton of plastic surgery <laughs> like i would do it just for the laws just, <laughs> just for the laws of these four people no i think it would be so funny to walk around with like a new jaw oh, a new gosh. nose like a little like, s- little ski lope ski slope like nose. like all of it would be very funny to me and also I would look amazing. Yeah, I don't see a lot of guys with lip injections, actually. Exactly. And if you exactly. ever notice guys having them, it's very noticeable. That's true. Yeah. No, I would. No. The thing is, like, I feel like if you were a lady, they couldn't say you mm-hmm. looked haggard. Right. And I was, I was laughing. I was genuinely like, in, which means they were joking. probably so just they, joking. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still anytime some attention is called to like the way you look about anything, especially in a Zoom with laughing, it's tough. It's hard to not have an existential crisis. I understand. It's when everyone is in agreement about something that's so far from what you thought was true that it's like, what? You know what? Also, everyone there is just catfishing. They've all got ring lights. Yeah. You know, Uh like everyone I feel like has a Zoom (laughs) setup that makes them look so much better than they probably would. Just the Zoom filter. I was was laughing. I was laughing like, I. I should demand another call and then on the other call I just have like a one of those glamour filters right. and I just have like a little bit of rouge and I'm just like <laughs> my hair is perfect like hey guys it just like why did you want to have this call no reason I just thought you know <laughs> All right. Um, yeah slick back your hair and wear a tux for the next yes. Zoom call oh there you go now was this a Zoom with a plastic surgeon's office and this was <laughs> they're like well Daniel those I are, left the plastic surgeons you see on like Real Housewives those guys will have the lip mm-hmm. oh, yeah for see. sure yeah the the thing i hear a lot is it's preventative i have a whole thing about <laughs> it in my in my act now i don't know that that's really true what do you think i don't care it's like what are you <laughs> preventing s- what from aging yeah, yeah. wrinkles from forming <laughs> like getting where the wrinkles are starting like we're beginning to see it so let's take care of it now and puff yeah. it out so it doesn't sink back in it's like no. It would be funny if then you got the wrinkles around where the Botox right. worm is. Then you have like two. Like, yeah, well. I don't know. I I'll, don't know. I'm okay with it. I might do. Well, I might not do any plastic surgery, but I might get into. A lot of injections. Just filler. Filler. Right. You know? Oh, wow. I'm probably going to get filler in my neck at some point soon. I truly do not have any judgment on people who get it done. Yeah, I know I I'm joking, but I don't have surgery on my any. neck, mm-hmm. but I would do fillers. I've never done. I I haven't done. I haven't tried anything, but I but I would do something. Dude, on we, my neck. We've told the story. We went into a clinic once, 
and it was one of those like behind a gas station. In oh, Hollywood. we went to an urgent care. An urgent care. They, it was an behind, urgent care that was behind. It was, a, gas it was a Chevron's. It was a Chevron slash urgent care. <laughs> right. Great. 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 Not great. not joking. Because I had like my eye had turned red and hurt. Right. It was yeah. Like, and they were like walking. They did walk in like fillers, and there was a guy. It was a Friday night. And he was like, and they're like, hey, you know, they know him. And he was just coming in for his like biweekly sure. fillers. People do it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, but doing it at a gas, it's like gas station sushi. Yeah. It just I seems know. like a bad idea. Right. Yeah. I agree. Wasn't there a story of a woman who got like a, a butt lift or something, then found out it was full of cement? Yes. No. There was a lawsuit. It was like, <laughs> yeah. There was a lawsuit. Can you imagine? Oh. Cement? How hot that curb must get in the summer. <laughs> oh, boy. Conk. Just uh, sitting down, just thunk. Is she alive? She still could she try okay? an egg on her butt. In the <laughs> yeah, well, that's the amazing thing. How can you live with cement you in can. your body? I don't think I think it's like terrible for you. You think it's bad for you? I, I would not recommend it. <laughs> to have rocks what you, Where'd you get your medical a- degree over here? <laughs> um, does anyone have either a hey, go fuck yourself or just mirror everyone? I have one hey, go fuck yourself. Let's- I don't have a strong just mirror everyone let's hear the hey, but it's pretty stuff. topical okay. and it's about the hbo show the idol which is starring the weekend and lily rose Duff. it's the show mm-hmm. that took succession's place on sunday night oh, this God, is no. by levinson the guy that did euphoria okay and i just want to say I, tony have you seen it do you mm-hmm. know what i'm I've talking not about i've heard of it till right oh. now oh it's it's an abomin all I just want to say is someone as uh, a lot of us in here write for television and stuff. It is so hard to get your um television show made. And the weekend, it turns out, is not an actor. This nor is he a producer. And apparently they cut all this like really gross stuff out of it. There was this horrible Epstein joke in the episode last night, like not even funny. And I'm just like, hey, go fuck yourself to all the people at HBO who I'm desperate to work for. I would just say, did you guys go around when you saw the cuts of the idol? Did you really walk around the office and go like it does at most shows? I, at most networks, you go, oh, my God, I saw that cut of, first cut of the idol. It's so good. No one said this. No. And I just if you hate the idol, I don't watch it anymore i watched the first episode but it's just like taking up space in my head um I'm, I'm, my sense of the of, of that was that i think there was a different showrunner different people yes. creatively yes. and then they brought in levinson yes. and the weekend yes. and they changed everything and they reshot everything yes. I, I don't get the and sense it, that they think it's good it's horrifying at, at it is a horrifying thing on this big platform that we count on for quality yeah. and it's just a testament to like I think the weekend got like signed by CAA and they're like, we'll get you a show on HBO. And this is what happened. I mean, he can't even spell his name. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> by a vowel. Yeah. Um, and I'm a fan of the weekend, by the way. So HBO. I'm a weekender. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. What is it oh, about? I, I harmonize. No, it's it's about, beautiful. It's about What's a about? pop star in the seedy world of that's the other thing it's like the music industry is that right. a thing anymore is right. there a music industry it's Lily Rose well, definitely Tony, Tony might think there is well I mean not ish. like ish yeah like when I think of the music industry I think of the heyday of the labels and the getting yeah. signed and now I just like have no sense of it anymore right. I mean yeah. sure it, it exists yeah. but it's very very different, very different. are there still there's still A&R people right sure yeah, yeah. yeah. but there aren't those big you know I mean look at like the Capitol Records building it's still there but right. like most of it is 
like like offices apartments and offices oh, really? or something yeah i did not know i interviewed blind melon on the roof of the Capitol. i've been on the roof of that building too it's cool yeah, uh, it's neat. My, my friend john had his birthday party in the recording studio in the Capitol records building nice. yeah. didn't realize I was a it was mime too and by the way, it's shaped like a record. People don't realize that the Capitol building—it's like like it. shaped like a record. Well, it I has was a joking because Lizzie was saying everyone has to get in their own version. No, of the we thing. got it. Yeah. Allison. Okay. Well, <laughs> not everyone necessarily got it, and I feel that a joke works best when you have to explain it. Yes, I know. Any more? Hey, go fuck yourselves. Mm. Do you I've one? got. I mean, I've got uh, a couple. Uh, is it me? I have two. Is it me? So let's. Okay. So let's do. Right. Let's choose a keyword. Bay or eat? I want. I would love to do both. Let's okay. have a song. I'm intrigued. Well, sometimes oh. I think I wonder on something. Let's see if I can harmonize. I can. Is it just me or everyone? Oh my did, god! Did an angel just come into <laughs> the studio? Sorry. Okay, let's hear okay. eat. Eat. Okay, I can't eat without a bra on. Oh. Same. Yep. That's everyone. No. Why? I can't. I can't. I can't eat with a bra. I know. On. Explain. Really? Well, I mean, I can, but I don't want to. When I eat without a bra on, I feel like a wolf. It's just feral. Like, like, yeah, you think it's animalistic? It's in my stew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you eat stew? <laughs> it's in my Wait, stew. I'm sorry. I'm staring at your chest to try to get a sense of like, are you, do you have like giant breasts that get in the way of your food? No, I just, just don't like the feeling of them not being secured when, when you're eating. Tied are back you afraid they'll eat, they'll eat, <laughs> they'll steal food off your plate? That's amazing. <laughs> well, with dogs, with dogs, like a mm. lot of people who have cavaliers, they put what they call a snood to protect their ears while they're yeah. eating, which like holds their ears back. We've never done that. So you need a bra is like a boob snood. <laughs> I need a boob, boob snood, snood to eat. Yeah. Boob snood. I can't. <gasps> But put it in the merch store. Boobs nude. So you would like down. to eat dinner in a t-shirt with no bra. One of the greatest micro slash macro aggressions Daniel committed against me was when we were dating, I would come over there straight from the Adam Carolla show where I was always dressed up. And the reason I was dressed up is because Doug Benson, whom I was, I became friends with him when I lived in New York. And when I came out, he and I hung out. He had been on the Adam Carolla show a lot. And when I moved out here, I told him that I am like doing my audition week there and he was giving me some pointers and he's like, I think Adam likes it when the news girl dresses up. I, think I don't right. know that that's even do you because my mm. successor was dressed casual. I and think she was he there probably would have preferred that she did dress up. I think we actually don't. We don't know, though. I'm, I think he was just basing this on Teresa having dressed up. Anyway, I got it in my head that I had to dress up. So I would go over to Daniel's dressed up. And then I would go into his bathroom and I would change into, I would take my bra off. I would put on like a flannel shirt, sweatpants, uh, and just get comfy. Yeah. <clears throat> That's me. And I came over there. Was it, when did you make Chup, Chup, what is it? Chupino? Chupino. Chupino. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like for some occasion. Valentine's Day or something. Oh. Yeah. And so I wanted to change. He's like, wait, don't change yet. And I'm like, I suddenly feel so claustrophobic yeah i made her eat while wearing a bra that's what i'm saying like that's how much i don't that's how much i don't like wearing a bra it's like prism Uh, interesting okay 
Yeah. Wow. But that wow. might just be me. She but almost broke up with me over Every it. now and again, though, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm wearing like a tank top and a shirt that has like some structure to it. And I'm just going to run out and run an errand. I don't need to put on a bra. And then I'll get close to the door, though. And I'm like, no, I, I, I feel weird. So I will put on a bra. Mm. I need to wear a bra or a full Renaissance corset. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then as soon as I'm done, I say, release the strings. <laughs> now, what about you, Robin? I can eat without a bra on for sure. But you're, you sleep in bras times. sometimes, right? I sleep in bras during certain times of the month when my when my when my breasts are achy mm-hmm. and can't mm-hmm. and and it's it's happened as I've gotten older. But I I definitely used to go out in the '90s without a bra on all the time. But then as I've gotten older, I I have walked my dog on the street without a bra on, but I feel very self-conscious about it because I feel like I've been I've been nagged on my street before for the way I look when I walk my dog. No. So ever since then I have been putting a bra on. Does that neighbor still live there? No, he moved. Good. Yes. Um Znubin, the the snooping neighbor. <laughs> yes, he moved. Wait, was that his name? No. no, you called him that. But does yes. he does he snoop? He doesn't, but I do because that house. So I had a neighbor who late snoop. at night when I would walk my dog would pop into the window, and then when I would look up, he would pop out. And he had different pop in positions, oh and I God. can act them all out for me. But like he would come from the bottom, he would come from the side, <laughs> and and um, it was so horrifying. But he's like a pediatric like anesthesiologist. Like he's not a bad guy. He's like a That's... good dude. Oh my God! But what a horrifying part... job for someone who is right. But the best part yeah. is his house went on sale a couple weeks ago and I went in and <laughs> Sam took a picture of me from the street oh, snooping. I, I wondered how that picture was taken. I love when you posted and it. And the woman who uh, put it, the woman who put that house on sale is my next door neighbor on the other side. And she was very supportive of us taking that picture because okay. she knew the guy. I'm just remembering I used to have a neighbor who I felt like he would like pop out of the bushes and tell me who died. He'd be like, no. Like that to him. He'd be like, Robin Williams died. <laughs> I'm like, well, he almost just killed me. <laughs> like, oh, Lizzie does a series like- on Instagram that I love. Ask my neighbors. Oh, what is it? Yeah. Um, like, ask my neighbors Bush. Oh, yeah. Ask my neighbors Bush anything. Yeah. Yeah. But then you were doing other stuff too. Yeah, like, ask Halloween. my neighbors Eagle anything. <laughs> ask my neighbors Skeleton anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, AMNBA or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was so love fun. So, so funny. now. Lizzie, would you ever sleep with a bra on? No, I'm not a. But I also sleep in uh, a sarcophagus <laughs> position. Or whatever. You, so wait. I have an arm bra. Do you stay in that position all night? Uh-huh. I sleep like that. So you Whoa. sleep like you're going down a water slide. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> really? And so the, essentially, the where your elbow, your elbows become you're your bra keeping- cup. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. think if I've ever. I sleep with a hand, an arm bra. I'm like trying I, to think if I've ever slept like in that position. It actually is a nice way to sleep. I've mm. just... or like this and one on my stomach, oh. out, which mm-hmm. I read so as like centered. Thing, like, yeah. But I like to have my hands like on my. It comforts me to have my hands on my. <laughs> no, that, I need. I need I my hands somewhere. My breast to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep unless I squeeze each one time. <laughs> <laughs> some people I'm count sure there's sheep. someone out there that's like did i do my squeezes <laughs> daniel yes. i'm gonna make you uncomfortable uh, oh god we all know your ex-girlfriend 
had yes. quite a sizable chest. Okay. And the way we know this, and I wrote this? about this in my book, the we way this? we know this is because we were exiting pavilions. She would hate if we were talking about this. Well, she, I don't think she listens. Oh, we were Lord. exiting pavilions, and I and I knew what I was doing. I saw because I'm. She, it's very. She's a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. not on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw a woman, and I said, in my mind, that's what she looks like. And Daniel's like, well, she had a bigger chest than that or something. And I was like, I was being too honest. I, think. I was like, wait Whoa. a minute. I have a thousand follow-up questions. <laughs> so anyway, then it all spilled out that she was like, like, you know, buxom to say the least. She was, like yeah. as big as all Mr. Smed's heads. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that big. Yes. Yeah, how many Smed's heads was she? <laughs> she sleep. That's right. Now, did she sleep in a bra? Because I might understand. No. no? Okay. How do you know what she slept in? Just kidding. <laughs> it's not, by the way, I'll just say it's not great to sleep in a bra. I don't enjoy mm. it. I wish I didn't have to. Now, mm. do you, I sleep also with a t-shirt over my face. <laughs> Greg Heller used to do that. Did he really? I believe he Greg really? Heller, yes. A loosely placed yeah. garment over my Aren't face. Aren't you? Tony, could you play a Greg Heller Does drop? it make it hot when you're putting it into If you'd like me to, ta- to tell you one, I can. It's or not you can on just... the nose. It's just. That's oh, cool, bro. The That's the way shit goes down. Thank you. You know what? I, I have started doing things like that. Um, mm. I've, I've often slept. Like this with my mm. arm over my eyes. That's how my mom slept. It yeah. was so confusing. I thought but she was awake. We have so many damn pillows on our on our bed <gasps> that I'm trying to f- I'm starting to find uh? new uses for our pillows. Oh my god. You're the one who puts sixteen pillows on our bed. I sleep with one pillow. Daniel sleeps with like eight. And he now he's complaining. I wasn't assigning any blame. I was just oh. saying that it's a thing. Maybe. But you said it like we have so many damn pillows on our bed, like as yeah. if you don't want that. Uh, yes, I'm doing case. it to myself. Okay. Daniel has so so many pillows. He has Mr. S- Mr. Smed level pillows. Uh, I do. But I have found that a really nice way to nap, I only do it when I nap, because Wendy will utilize the space behind my head when I'm sleeping, is to take one of the pillows to put my head on and another pillow to cover my eyes mm. and that I like I, I I think that's how uh uh who is this chief uh, the justice who died in um Obama's term Scalia that's how Scalia died oh. he had a pillow over his face really? wait he ch- he suffocated himself no he I don't think so but he that's how he was napping he was napping mm. like uh, no, whenever I've tried to do that with the pillow when I'm just like I'm asleep and I don't have time to like walk to my dresser or something I feel like Night is closing in. Yes. And I'll reach for a pillow, but then I go, I feel like because I sleep with my neck, my head turned to the left also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hanging upside down, by the way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I sleep with my neck turned to the left. Sometimes I go, if the pillow's over my eyes, am I causing extra weight? Like, is I, it, that's is what it I like about it. Oh. Like, oh, oh, but you, yeah, even oh, yeah. just that little bit, is that going to throw off like right your your mm-hmm. neutral yeah. positioning? Because mm-hmm. I do use an ergonomic pillow uh, that has a slope. I know it. that pillow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's you. actually a good pillow. <laughs> warning, <laughs> warning on that pillow. If you fall asleep with wet hair ever, don't get that pillow because I didn't know this, and someone was like. If you unzip your pillow and you've been sleeping with wet hair, you'll be horrified. Is there mold? Inside my ergonomics. So I had to replace it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah What's yeah. it made out of? Bread. Um, Is cement. it like Tempur-Pedic, It's made right? out of fiberglass. <laughs> no, but I actually Is it heard- foam? It's foam, I think. 
It is foam. I did hear there was a mattress that was really popular and inexpensive on uh, like on Amazon and stuff. A bunch of people have this mattress. I, I think we have. Have you talked about th- it? No, I think we have two of them. Does it start with a Z? Yes. Okay. That it, did you read this online too? That people were like, don't unzip it because yes. it's fiberglass. Yes. It's yeah. like, yeah, if you unzip it, the fiberglass can like come loose, I think. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you keep it zipped, we're okay. Um, Guys. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because I remember when I was shopping for a mattress, just like everyone told me to get that one. Yeah. Okay. That's how that's how I found out about it. Because it, the kids have them. The kids have the... They, I don't think... They haven't been recalled <laughs> or anything. Awesome. Shredded glass in their mattress. It's, it's is like, that what fiberglass is? Well, is, is it? I think it might be made out of... Yeah. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. But you know what? It'll, it'll build character. <laughs> it's fine. You just don't want to unzip the covering right. of it. Right. Because don't even tell them about the zipper. No. Yeah. To go to the zipper. Yeah. 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 They don't see it. Yeah, they have super glue that fitted sheet on. Tonight. We have mattress pads on. So it's under there. That's fine. Um, yeah. So what was your other one? Uh, sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, oh my God. Okay. The other one is I don't like when people say they're from the Bay Area. <laughs> What bay? <laughs> Guantanamo? Oh, we... you're right. It's so... <laughs> the what Bay of bay? San Francisco, yeah. right? No, but right. Lizzie's right. There's other bays in the There's world. Men- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it's like... a very re- California thing. It's like the saying bay you're from area. the valley. Yeah. and um, But people from Arizona be like thinking you're talking about the Phoenix. I also don't like that it sounds like one word, like barrier. Barrier. Are you, you're made of barium? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you... What's going on? So that's... I, I don't like Frisco. No, people don't. People are not supposed to say Frisco. Mm-hmm. I think or Sam Frisco. Fran. You're supposed to say SF. They used to say Frisco though back in the 1900s in or the Harry, 19th century. I mean, they say it in the Harry Chapin song "Taxi." It was raining hard in Frisco. Does anybody know that song? It's a great story song. <laughs> I'm okay with it in a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked in the song. Yeah. It's the saddest song you'll ever hear. Go, everyone go, go listen to the Harry Chapin song Taxi and I'm try not to, to cry. That song, and yeah. I'm also going to look up all the Comedia Harlequino. Uh, <laughs> no, Because I want to know I'm curious. what they are. Okay, now I remember. Pantalone? Pantalone is the, oh, yeah. is the greedy, old greedy one. Yes. So people used to be play multiple characters. So it'd be mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to go backstage and I'm coming back as Harlequino, who's, I believe, the mischievous one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then the lovers are, you know, two good-looking people with very little comedic ability. (laughs) Whoever's hot. No. So there's the lovers. There's one really little clown. I can't remember. Harley (laughs) Quinn is a clown, but I feel like there's like a clown, like a clown plus. And then Capitano. The one who has the adventures. Yeah, the adventures, yeah. I have got Mm -hmm. to look it up. This is fun. You guys, this has been too much fun. Oh, Doctore is the other one. Well, this will be the doctor. This will be the first podcast about mime, miming. <laughs> it's probably not. Mimecast? I mean, my first podcast. Dr. Ray about- thinks he has a lot of information, but it's wrong. Oh. oh like the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's a full-on Dr. Ray. He's a full-on Dr. Ray. Yep. This is identify everyone's archetype. Oh, my God. Mm. I was on a show, and he was very nice to me, but yes. Mm. That was yeah. many years ago. Yeah. Times have changed. Um, okay. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on TikTok, the Allison Rosen. And check out my new podcast, Allison and Todd After Hours. And that's Patreon podcast, but there's only one level. It's $2 a month. 
you want to get that, patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And I mentioned the merch already. Check that out. Robin, where might we find you? On Instagram, at Robin Shore, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. You're all so nice. Thanks for following me. <laughs> Lizzie, what about you? At Lizzie Cooperman, L-I-Z-Z-Y Cooperman. And also, I'm co-hosting a show now every other Monday um, with two hilarious comedians, Aparna Nantrilla and Brent Weinbach yep. at the Cat's Crawl Theater in Hollywood. It's so fun. Oh, my Ooh, God. Are funny. you doing it tonight? It's on the 26th. So it's every other Ooh, Monday. Sorry. Great. Yeah. So next week, the 26th. And then, um, yeah, I have a bunch of shows on my website, lizziecooperman.com. I'm also still doing tarot readings over Zoom. And I did one for Allison. It was great. A couple of months ago when we were all on the show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still doing that if anybody wants one. Yeah. And if they want that, they should go to your I, website. Yes. And I appreciate uh, your commitment to the Phantom of the Opera theme in your Insta stories. Oh, thank you. I need to get back to that, actually. Mm. That yes, it, Yeah. I resonate with that <laughs> <laughs> aggression. <laughs> Tony. Oh, sorry. No, you know what? Go. I've already, I, I am it's having fine. trouble with order today. <laughs> Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Robin, go ahead. Tony Thaxton. Thank you. Uh, uh, Bizarre Albums every Tuesday and July 2nd, Motion City Soundtracks playing uh, The Taste of Minnesota in Minneapolis. <gasps> oh, my God. oh, my God. Downtown uh, opening for Third Eye Blind. Sunday. Wow. I think it's like an afternoon show. That sounds like a fun there. time. Yeah. yeah. I wish I were, still lived there. I would go. That's where I'm from. <laughs> oh, that's right. I and from there. Taste of Minnesota. Memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never been. Taste of Minnesota. Pickle the governor, on a stick. The governor used yummy. to sell different flavors of milk there. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like Rudy Boschwitz milk stand. And you could have like strawberry milk, Ooh. blueberry milk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, Did you guys fun. know that in, is it Rhode Island where they sell, they have a product called coffee milk. Oh. It's no. like popular Ew. there. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just coffee flavored milk. <laughs> well, it's better than it being something completely unrelated. Right. Well, I mean, I know why they call it coffee milk now. It's not, yeah. No, do you still drink straight milk? No. Okay. Uh, so occasionally, if I'm having like cookies, I might have some, like a dessert. It's better. <laughs> That's delightful. Yeah. Pour himself Honestly, if you're eating Oreos, milk. pour yourself some yeah. milk. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't just disagree. Small yeah. delights. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I had milk recently, regular milk, and I was like, oh, because I've been drinking almond for so long. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the whole world of milk. That Dairy? milk creates yeah. taste-wise. There's an after mm-hmm. effect, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whole milk is so is very – I do like to pour – sometimes I'll pour a little bit of whole milk in like coffee or something in it. Mm-hmm. I do like the taste of it. I mean, it's very like rich and creamy. Mm, but what am I doing an ad for milk? Story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would never drink it without a bra. <laughs> <laughs> no. Daniel, where might we find you? Also on Instagram at Daniel Quants. Um, and I don't know, I, maybe follow me on TikTok or something if you want, if you're really going crazy. Ooh. I don't do anything there. but What does Quants mean, by the way? It is German for quartz. That's what I've been told. Oh, okay. Got but, it. but I hate being called quartz oh my god it drives me crazy it's just like like every that's the that's the how people would get it wrong they always call it quartz it's like it's whenever you say i think once a quants a time (laughs) what oh that's good yeah Yeah, once a quants a time maybe that's your memoir (laughs) yes um once a time yeah it's not it's not a good story i should come up with something for what it means for what it means the three other quantas in the world might take issue. There are 
more than three, honey. Because kids would say, once upon a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it tonight when you put the kids to bed. Yeah. Well, now there's a thing called a quant in like Wall Street and finance. Oh. So people who work with numbers are called quants. Oh, because they quantify. You're so oh. smart. Hey. I, this is why I married when you. Daniel quants, Daniel gets. <laughs> wow. Does that oh, work? I love, I love it. That. I like just, yeah, what Daniel quants. What Daniel quants. That could be my, Daniel, could be my podcast. Daniel no, quants. Whatever Daniel quants, Daniel quets. And not Daniel. starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Never Daniel starring Mel so what What Daniel Quantz, not starring Mel Gibson, exactly. is the name of the podcast. I saw Daniel off-Broadway in Quantz Upon a Mattress. Yes! Okay. <laughs> Guys, this has been too much fun. Tony, thank you for everything. I know this has been a long episode. That's all right. That's but I I'm feel that for. it has flown by. It did not feel long. No, listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Sin Bro